Hi, hello, welcome to the episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is September the 24th, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good. It's a Sunday fun day for me, though I will say I haven't done anything too interesting yet. I did some grocery shopping, the usual trying to keep it meager, you know, get the get the bare necessities, if you will. But uh did that, did my little workout. Hopefully I have a walk in my future. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of lined up for me today, part of the plan. All right, let's see. Let me go ahead and take my start up, and then we get into some news. water okay 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 um from nbc news oklahoma judge fired or opened fire on right back oklahoma judge opened fire while driving and intentionally crashed his car police say busy day for mr lovell uh let's, <coughs> let's see here an oklahoma judge was arrested in austin texas last week after authorities say he opened fire on parked vehicles while out driving, striking at least one of them, and intentionally crashed into a woman's vehicle, telling officers that she had cut him off. Brian Lovell, an associate district judge in Garfield County, Oklahoma, was arrested September 11th on on a misdemeanor count of reckless driving. A felony count of engaging in deadly conduct with a firearm was forwarded to a grand jury for consideration. Lovell was uh, was released on a $10,000 bond and ordered to undergo a mental health evaluation, evaluation. which I don't know. I I really do feel like maybe that is very warranted, that last part, because something, something, a a switch was flipped that day. Uh, But let's see. um, They did try to contact him. Uh, a woman who was believed to be his wife answered, didn't, you know, decline to comment. They really haven't been able to get any words out of this guy. Uh, let's see. But according to an Austin police affidavit, officers were called just after 4 p.m. on September 11th by a witness who reported a man firing approximately five shots or five times down the streets, down the street, striking at least one of the parked vehicles. About 90 minutes later, police responded to a call about a crash less than two miles from the shooting scene where a woman said a man had deliberately collided into the rear of her vehicle twice. Lovell and his SUV matched the description of the shooter, according to the affidavit. So uh, apparently there was two handguns in the vehicle. But um, he did not know why he would have shot his gun and could not recall any part of the shooting. Uh, So, yeah. Um, He also didn't admit that the collisions were intentional. So he said that this woman had cut him off and that they did wind up, you know, colliding or crashing. But he didn't say that he meant it. 
So maybe he's trying to say, like, she cut him off. He couldn't stop. But it's like, you hit her twice, sir. So I don't I don't know how that works. Um, but yeah, it's it just weird. Like, normally, maybe you might he, feel me paint with a brush or have a bias. Like, well, this guy's just some evil cowboy guy. I, I truly don't know. Like, I, maybe this is one of those situations where it's the mental illness. Maybe a little bit of the brain rots. It happens. But... Uh, Hopefully this this is something that gets worked out. I mean, and also it's crazy that like you know he seems to still have a job. I haven't heard any update uh, saying contrary to that. So that's you know a thing that maybe should be discussed and maybe they they dig into that, work that out. I don't know. Uh, but let's move along. Uh, from CBS News, bear captured at Disney World after sighting triggers theme park closures. So a bit of Florida news. A black bear was safely captured at Disney World's Magic Kingdom Park in Florida on Monday, officials said. The adult female bear was spotted in a tree, promoting, uh, prompting several areas of the park to be closed. The bear was captured Monday afternoon, according to the Florida Fish and Wild Conservation Commission. Uh, let's see uh, some of the things that were closed. Uh, Adventureland... Frontierland, Liberty Square, um, let's see, do, 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 Big Thunder Mountain, Railroad, the Swiss Family Treehouse, and Tomsler Island. Uh, I believe this, like, guests had to stay in, like, hotels and, or just wait until they could open the park. I don't know. But overall, everything's fine. Bear's cool. Everyone's good. So that that's the good news. That's the good side of Florida here. I gotta get into, unfortunately, the bad news, because sadly, a little gator had to die. But uh, let's go ahead and talk about that from The Hill. Alligator killed by Florida authorities after human body found in Jaws. Authorities killed a 13-foot, 8.5 or 8.5-inch alligator in Florida after human remains were discovered Friday in its jaws. So, ooh. The Pinellas County Sheriff's Office said authorities responded to a report of a human body seen in a waterway in Unincorporated Largo, Florida. That's a weird name for a, for a place. <laughs> uh, at about 1:50 p.m. on Friday, the alligator was subsequent or yeah, was subsequently humanely killed, which we will sadly get into how that happened and removed from the waterway with the assistance of the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Uh, let's see here. The uh, victim, the, the body uh, that was found in the, the alligator, was 41-year-old Sabrina Peckham. They are still uh, figuring out what happened to her, you know, the, uh, pending a uh, medical exam. Uh, you know, so if I find out anything on that, I'll definitely keep you posted. But um, let's see, how did it go down? The person who called it in, they said they threw a rock at the gator to see that, you know, if it was a gator or not. And then next thing you know, the gator pulls down the whole body and like it was holding on to the lower part of the torso. So, okay, so it's, now he knows. So he calls it in, he tells them, and this way says happened. They spotted it over here on this side, Bullard told the station. And they got this long stick thing, pulled the head out of the water, and then they shot it. 
And once they reeled it in all the way, they stretched it out and measured it 13 feet long and they shot it again. So, you know, RIP, little gator. He was just trying to have a little meal, um, do his thing. But I do also understand why you got to do that because any kind of animal is getting a taste for fl uh, human flesh. Oh, it's on. It's over. Like, they going to eat. That motherfucker going to be death rolling on everybody, I bet. So, it is what it is. But, you know, if I do hear, like, any kind of cause of death for, um, what's it, Miss Peckham? Then, um, you know, I will keep you posted. Da -da 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 -da. Seeing if I got the name right. Yeah, it's Peckham. Good for me. Okay, from the Associated Press. A black student was suspended for his hairstyle. The school says it wasn't discrimination. Hmm, we'll get into that. Uh, a black high school student in Texas has served more than two weeks of in-school suspensions for wearing twisted dreadlocks to school. When he arrived Monday with the same hairstyle, he was suspended again, his mother said. Daryl George, a junior at Barber's High School, which is it's crazy that this is the name of the school. And of course, they are so adamant about hair being certain kinds of length in certain kind of ways. Like, get the fuck out of here. Y'all lame as hell. Uh, but this is in Mont Bellevue in Texas. Mont Bellevue, Texas. Uh, was initially suspended the same week his state outlawed racial discrimination based on hairstyles. School officials said his dreadlocks fell below his eyebrows and earlobes and violated the district's dress code. Now, the rebuttal from um, Daryl George and his, his mother is that, well, look, he has his hair up all the time. So at the end of the day, like it's not it, like the length should be a non-issue. Then not to mention, uh, I believe his legal representation on top of it is like length is included in this like it is a part of the uh crown rule which is uh let me see if i can find the what the acronym stands for here um create a respectful and open world for natural hair um but it's, it's a law that was put into place to prohibit race-based hair discrimination and bars employers and schools from penalizing people because of hair texture or protective hairstyles including afros braids dreadlocks, twists, or bantu knots. Texas is one of 24 states that have enacted a version of the Crown Act, which I honestly got to say, kudos to Texas, surprisingly. That's surprisingly progressive. Uh, I'm using that word loosely here for Texas just because, well, I mean, we, we've talked about Texas a lot. <laughs> they are they are very much with the yee-yee, with the, uh, you know, all right, bullshit. So good that they're actually, you know, this is something that is a protection for people it's like it allows you to be yourself and not be discriminated on because of that um also i want to add to that barber's high school or whatever the fuck they are a public school not not private uh, granted i don't feel good about it from a sense of a private school but i do in a sense understand how they can get away with the spin of saying well look we pay, like, we have um, parents uh, paying for their kids to have a certain kind of experience, a certain kind of quote-unquote pedigree, so we can't be found lacking. Um, but this is a public school. Like, we, we People have to send their kids to school. You have to go to school, get an education. It, it is ridiculous that you have to, on top of it, deal with this kind of shit. I really wanted to try to pull a quote from the goddamn principal or whatever. Ugh. Uh... 
no, the superintendent, I'm sorry, Greg Poole, who has been a, who's been district superintendent since 2006, said the policy is legal and teaches students to conform as sacrifice befitting everyone. Boo, fuck you, dude. Fucking tomato to your goddamn town. Fuck you. Ugh. Um, when you are asked to conform and give up something for the betterment of the whole, there's a psychological benefit, Poole said. We need more teaching of sacrifice. Daryl should not have to sacrifice his hairstyle. Who the fuck is, bef- like, who is benefiting off of that? Who, wh- what is the gain there? No, you are just persecuting someone for being different and you don't like how they look. You don't like the presentation, the pre- uh, presentation, the display to you for whatever fucking reason. You shouldn't have to fucking augment your personality. You shouldn't have to be sitting in fucking uh, in-school suspension, sitting on a stool. Like, what the fuck? That's so intense. It's so insanely idiotic to me. Um, but there, I mean, there's more stories that are covered in this article. Um, <clears throat> studies of, like, you know, kids, like, from 2018. Kid was a wrestler, and he had to cut his hair on the spot to even wrestle in front of everyone. I, I do remember just hearing the story and being really upset. I mean, th- these are things that, that when I hear them, it, it very much makes me mad because I remember when I had my dreadlocks, it was something that I was on my mind a lot. Like, if I'm ever thinking about advan- advancement in, into the, the job sphere, I know people are going to be looking at my hairstyle and saying like, oh, that, that might be a little problematic. We might have to deal with that or what have you. And they might not even give me a job because of it. Or I get the job and I have to like give up my hair. So that was always something that was kind of like on my mind while I did have my hair for like seven fucking years. Um, also, just to kind of make this a little bit more anecdotal for me, whatever. Um, My last year of school, I was a senior, and um, my school tried to give me an in-school suspension because I wouldn't take out my piercings. They had done this in the middle of the year, and so at first, and I was like, okay, fine, you got me. I I, I knew this was against the rules, but I saw a couple people with it. I didn't think it was a big deal. Fine, 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 you caught me. Um, But yeah, fast forward back to the end of the year, and I was like, or school year, and I was like, all right, I'm just going to get it done. There's like two weeks left, whatever. So I get my little lip piercing. I feel cool. I'm actually going to get my picture taken because I had like uh, like hair of the year or something. I had like the split dyed mohawk. I was feeling really fucking rad. But this like hall monitor guy or whatever stops me and he's like, hey. Um, where are you going? I'm like, get my little picture taken. He's like, well, uh, go ahead and take that thing out, that little ring thing you got there. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. And <laughs> I'm not doing that again. And he's like, well, then I got to send you to the principal or whatever. And I was like, really? So I go, and literally my options are take it out, which I'm like, no, I'm not taking it out. My lips are swollen as fuck. Hell no, I'm not doing that again. Or... You're gonna get a suspension, and you're not gonna be able to walk for graduation. And I was, I was floored. I was so fucking floored. But luckily for me, I had found out that day that our grades were locked in, so I was fine. There was nothing I was gonna lose on my academics, which is something that Daryl George has to worry about. He's literally sat back here, and now to have to catch up, even if they're not even gonna hassle him, that's a fucking issue. So I was good there. So I was like, whatever, man. No, I'm cool. And plus, I'm not walking for graduation. So how do I get my diploma, bud? And they were like, oh, and I had my little breakfast club outro and that was it. That was how I ended my high school career. Um, But I I just I say that to say that it's so silly for a public school 
to be so enwrapped over something so like it, on the scheme of things in terms of education this does not mean anything daryl george's hair does not mean anything at all so he should just be allowed to have it to have this representation of himself and, and just be fine. I don't get it. I don't understand it. It will boggle the mind. And that is why a lot of people, myself included, go like, well, this is just racism. It's just blatant as fuck. Like, you are jumping through hoops to make this kid cut his hair. For what? For why? So that he can look more normal to you? So it's more socially acceptable to you? Like, fuck out of here. Um, all right, we have one more thing to cover. Actually, yet again, this is another Florida. We kept the real Southern fried today. All right, pretty cool. Yeah, one more story to cover, though. Then I'll let you go. And sorry about that. I mean, that's technically, like, kind of an older story. Um, the 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 story about Daryl George. But I, I just really wanted to cover it. It was something that was on my mind. So, you know, on my mind and my heart. Um, but anyway, let me take my little last break. And then we'll get into the last piece of news. All right, from the Associated Press, Florida siblings ages 10 and 11 stopped while driving mom's car on freeway 200 miles from home. What a wild journey. A 10-year-old Florida boy and his 11-year-old sister who were running running away to California drove 200 miles um, or 320 kilometers in their mother's car before they were stopped by sheriff's deputies on a interstate highway authorities said the alachua 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 it's gotta be alachua right the alachua county sheriff's office says deputies spotted the sedan on interstate 75 near gainesville in north florida just before 4 a.m thursday the children's mother had reported it stolen and her children missing four hours earlier in Northport, a city in southwest Florida. The deputies, thinking they were dealing with car thieves, drew their guns and ordered those inside to step out. Uh, much to their surprise, deputies observed a 10-year-old male driver exit the vehicle along with his 11-year-old sister. The children told deputies the girl had been upset that their mother had taken away her electronic devices from misbehaving. So the boy was driving her to California. The, ch the children were interviewed by detectives who said there was no indication they had been mistreated by their mother or anyone else in the home. So that's good. That That is a silver lining here. This isn't some like dark subplot like I've sometimes had to hit y'all with. But, um, yeah, the mom didn't press charges for, you know, obvious reasons. It's her kids. She's just happy they're okay. And they're not uninjured. Also, I mean, that kid, that, 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 the boy driver, they, they didn't release the names of any of them, the mom or the kids. Pretty good. That's good skills. I, that, that's a lot of driving. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Um, what an adventure. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm sure every child, every listener, has had that moment that they can think back to like yeah i wanted to run away one day i wanted to just be like I'm, i just want to run away i just not even gonna say goodbye you know <laughs> 
but yeah, don't don't do that. You know, just you'll get your phone back. You'll get your you you'll get your stuff back. You'll be back on you know X, formerly known as Twitter, in no time. You know, it'll be all right. You just take it on the chin. But um, yeah, crazy crazy week, crazy day. Um, that's really all we have. And uh, hopefully, I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye bye. Mwah.